Ah, welcome. Okay, welcome back to this pay-per-view uh, review thing we do once a month. Man, did you see, uh, before I uh, get into it, we're, uh, we're going to do a WrestleMania backlash, obviously. Um, for newer, for normal viewers, unless you watched pro wrestling, this probably won't interest you. But, um, did you see commercials for Money in the Bank? Yeah. I did not see any. I, I, um, was Cody Rhodes saying something about the winner goes on to WrestleMania? I don't know. I saw someone meme this, so I don't know if that was actually a legit botch or what that was. Yeah, Cody. Cody said, um, "Where the winner goes on to fa- face, uh, where the winner goes on to main event WrestleMania." Wow! And I was like, "Um, isn't that the Royal Rumble?" <laughs> Either this is a huge botch, or WWE is actually going see. I wouldn't be surprised if WWE actually decides to make that an actual thing. You know? Yeah, and it's like, and it's like, yeah, either this, yeah, this is a Roma botch, or WWE is foreshadowing that, um, or hinting at that the that money in the bank will be cashed in around WrestleMania, which I'm fine with. Yeah. I mean, I guess it does spoil, like, you know, when the thing happens, but, yeah. yeah. But, um, I, I, I didn't see that. I, I probably I probably left at one of the moments, but what I was seeing was uh, all these Hell in a Cell sponsors. Did you see those, too? Yeah, Hell in a Cell is going to be in Chicago in June. Oh, gosh. Wait, June? June? Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say June. Okay. Um, and when is Money in the Bank? Uh, I believe Hell in the Cell will be June sixth, and uh, Money in the Bank July second. And wonder what else is in July? SummerSlam. <laughs> Great summer for pay per views, I suppose. Um. Okay, uh, but before I actually get into the room, I want to just say one thing because that just reminded me when I said SummerSlam. Do you remember when SummerSlam, I think 2020, and like the week after SummerSlam, there was a whole other pay-per-view? That is, seems so bizarre now that that actually happened. Um, and speaking on this whole pay-per-view thing, they really did change it to premium live events. Like, I've looked it up, and it's I, I was confused. What do they mean by premium? They uh, they say basically you're not really paying much to see this, so it's outdated, and we're gonna call it premium live events. But that that's for anyone out there confused about it. But let's get into uh the card. And it's funny because, I'll, like I said, I was at the movies. I thought it started at seven uh, at my time. It usually starts at seven, but it started at eight, so I didn't miss anything. And I went into probably a quarter way into the match of Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Okay. Um, this match was so weird. So weird. And I have so many thoughts on the match. Um, I have a few pet peeves. Um, this match did win by roll-up. But it didn't matter, you know? Just like, I believe, a long time ago, uh, WrestleMania, uh, Owen Hart versus Bret Hart, amazing match, anything roll up. I feel like this, say, like, if, if the match is amazing, um, it's okay if it ends in roll up, if the feud's not over, I believe. But besides this, that, it, it this, didn't really matter to me. This, I know we've. I know how usually upset we get with Rolfs, but this, I don't know, just the feel of this and the ending, it kind of gets a pass. Just, yeah. Just because, like, the ending wasn't terrible. It kind of flowed with the match. 
Yeah. Um, it, it make, like both are. I'd say how WWE are portraying it. I'm so glad that. Look, this is something I really was so scared of. They were gonna make Cody uh, lose because WWE, you all like the big star, always has to get his win back. I'm glad he's not getting. And this is the perfect way to do it too. It almost made them both look even matched, um, like completely even matched. But uh, Cody Rhodes just uh outsmarted uh Seth Rollins in this. It makes them both look even matched. Both look strong. I wouldn't even be mad if this ended the feud. Really, it's not going to end the feud probably. But um, and it, it's kind of funny. I, I don't understand why WWE does the whole pay per view matches at live events. Um. Like before the live event, so basically, basically, if we're going by the actual, uh, you know, in the book of of uh, results, Cody Rhodes has beat Seth Rollins about twelve times. Um, so yeah, but um, yeah, going off of that. The the biggest problem I probably have is about Cody Rhodes matches. I always love Cody Rhodes matches. A few problems I had in AEW with his matches is he always had to either bleed or have a spot where he jumped through a table. Hated that. But I usually love Cody Rhodes matches. The biggest thing out of all of the Cody Rhodes matches I hated is why does he have to use the crossroads so many times? I never understood it. Like, he uses the... Like, remember when John Cena a few years ago, he did the triple A. Like, he did the AA once, he did it again, and that was it. You you, you would re- rarely see that unless someone kicked out of the AA and John Cena had no other choice. So it was a rare spot. With Cody Rhodes, it seems like he does the triple uh, crossroads to win every single match. Like the crossroads is almost a weak move. Um, and I, I'm just surprised that they actually let that pass. A, like a kind, like this, f- actually pass in WWE. But overall, I think this all could be fixed if. Okay, don't tell me you were not uh, you were not a marking out when he was almost had the vertebraker on him. He almost did that reverse pile driver on uh, Seth Rollins near the end. Um, that uh, that that's the finisher that he used, aka the ghost driver. That's the finisher that he used um, in the Indies, I believe, um, and to win a few matches. If he used this move once in uh, a blue moon, and he used this like you know. My crossroads over time it gets weaker and weaker, and wrestlers adapt and futurize. And just like the super kick was once a finish, now it's not. the The crossroads isn't a finish. So if he made the vertebra breaker like his finish, if the crossroads didn't work, I I would love that. There's so much to talk about this match because honestly, it was an amazing match. Anything to add? It's not necessarily about the match, but I just had a quick comment about like the super kick. Um, the uh, with EC3, the control your narrative, him banning the Canadian destroyer, the super kick, and the um, Tope Sudafita, the suicide dive through the top, through like through the middle rope. Um, so genius by EC3 to ban those three moves because of how much they're overdone, watered down, overused. It's like, and EC3, he he said, I don't care what you do, just don't do those. Yeah. Like, and he said, and and I like how you say, you know, it's like, you can still cheat, like, if the ref's not looking, you can still do it. Like, it's not like it's banned for it. Like, but 
I, I like the Canadian Destroyer. The Canadian Destroyer should be one of the most prestigious moves ever. It, it it's ruined. What Chelsea Green? I hate when Chelsea Green does it because come on, man. Chelsea Green really? Then Chelsea Green does it. Then like three other wrestlers do it in Impact Wrestling. Like it, it's it's a mess. And then what's what's his name? Uh, Ray Phoenix, an amazing wrestler. But the dude does it like off a freaking top rope and people kick it out too. It's stupid. If you're doing a Canadian destroyer off the top rope, that should end your career. <laughs> exactly. But every match, every now and then, and this isn't just Ray Phoenix, many wrestlers in AEW, and that's, that's one thing I don't really like about AEW. You could do uh, the craziest move off the top rope that could kill you. Um, and, and, and they'd kick it out, too. Um, and it, it's stupid, but, yeah. Um, back uh, back to the match. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I really, unfortunately... Um, as someone pointed out, this the 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 um, the show should have been titled WrestleMania Rematch. I mean, it's backlash. It's kind of given. <laughs> Which WrestleMania backlash? I, I yeah, I I could see it. it. It could be titled that, and it still fit just because of. The history of backlash usually is WrestleMania rematches. That's the point. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Not really. I mean, I guess now it is, but wasn't it payback before? Yeah. Yeah. But um... payback, payback, backlash. Either one. Usually, that's the result. Anyway, um, this isn't. This isn't the. This. Isn't the pay per view where you see new feuds forming? Yeah, Money in the Bank. Uh, not WrestleMania. Money in the Bank. Hell in a Cell. Um, SummerSlam. Royal Rumble. Usually, the the the, the bigger shows are where you see either ends or beginnings of feuds. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so yeah, it. Um, but yeah, you can expect that. Um, I feel like at this one, people are getting annoyed about that, and I didn't understand. It, it's literally WrestleMania backlash. If it was backlash, I would understand, because backlash, backlash was a pay per view in its own. It wasn't just WrestleMania rematches. That was payback. But now, when it's WrestleMania backlash, like, what do you really expect for that? Like, them, them. It's like. It's like WrestleMania happened, WrestleMania backlash. Oh, let's have a whole new card separate yeah. from WrestleMania. <laughs> I guarantee we're going to get some more uh, WrestleMania backlash uh, backlash matches uh, tomorrow. We're going to get – for Monday Night Raw, we're, we're about to get some more rematches. I, I can tell. Um, but, but Cody yeah. and Seth, they – Seth is an amazing worker. Cody, Cody, uh, Cody is really good. Um. They went for uh twenty minutes and four and forty five seconds. Yeah, um, they went a, a quite a long time. They gave them a lot of time. Yeah, the last uh, I thought they would give them more match just because it wasn't WrestleMania, but it okay. So their other match had was twenty one minutes, uh, a minute longer. I would say, I would say, first off, Cody Rose is doing an amazing job as a babyface. He pinned him for that three count. That crowd went crazy for a few seconds. Like, the crowd really loves Cody. Whether they even knew who Cody was, like, for the news fans, they still love the news. So, I feel like this is a really big match. And I this match won't be remembered, though. Like, in 20 years from now, it's only going to be the WrestleMania match. So, uh, and also the match ended with a roll-up. I would give it four. I think it was an amazing match. If I would, if I give it five, it means I would remember it probably for, for in the next fifteen years, ten years, whatever. I'd, I'd re- honestly, um, I'm kind of in the same boat. I where I'd, I, I, re- I remember the wrestle, 
like a year down the line, two years down the line, I I can see myself remembering the WrestleMania match more than this one. So yeah, but um, I don't know if this and also I don't I, this this is gonna be something weird. Uh, it's small, but. Did they have some special backlash set? Like not like like a normal backlash set. I don't know why, but this feels so. I don't know uh, if it was just everything being blue. It just felt kind of weird. Like this isn't a normal pay per view set. Almost like I don't know. It looked kind of cool. It, it reminded me of you know back when they used to do those uh, SmackDown exclusive pay per views, where everything would be blue, just like when they had the Raw ones and everything would be red. But yeah, it, it it was a it was a cool arena. Yeah, I liked it. Yep. Um, just for like a pay per view. Felt for like a big event, but not pay per view. But I kind of wish that they would try more with the stage. I a do little too. bit. Because we get the big Tron from Raw and SmackDown, and it, and it it feels less pay per view with just the big Tron. Yeah, and I, I do miss when they had the exclusive. I'm not going to get into a whole sidetrack, but I do miss when they had the separate pay-per-views uh, just because I there's some stuff I don't like watching that I wish I could skip. I can't. But, um, yeah, I, I I miss when they had the Raw stage uh, a little bit more special and the SmackDown stage a little bit uh, different. I wish they kept doing that. But pandemic happened. Never went the same. Now it's just the same stage. It sucks. But uh, what was the next match? It was Bobby Lashley versus Almas. Yep. Okay. I didn't watch all of this match. Um, I don't know exactly what I was doing, but um, I would probably give it three stars. Um, I, I heard it was decent. Like, it was better than the WrestleMania match. And I'm glad Almost won. And what I'm getting kind of pissed at right now is people are saying Almost is a bad wrestler. To be fair, do you expect Almost... He's an attraction. Do you expect Almost to do a super kick? Uh... A uh, top rope splash. Like, what do you expect all out of a seven foot three man? He's a powerhouse. Powerhouse versus powerhouse. So, um, I'm glad almost won. Probably not the end of the feud, but um, yeah. They went. They went two minutes longer than Mania. Uh, how long? Did, how long was that? Uh, they did six, uh, about two minutes. Uh, they did six, uh, 35 at Mania, and they did 8.50 here. How did the match end? I know he pinned him. I didn't see the ending. I, I didn't see it either. (laughs) Um, I, like, apparently he hit him in the leg. That's all I know. Uh, well, well Lashley got a win at Mania. Almost got a win here. So, I believe maybe Hell in a Cell they'll have the, their pay per view rub, rubber match. Probably. I really do hope that we don't get this crap though, where Almost needs help. Please. If Lashley didn't, if Lashley, if they booked Lashley needing help. And he was the almighty. Almost is seven foot. I don't see him needing help at all. So it's like... Exactly. It makes even less sense if if MVP helps Almost. I'm sorry. When he... The dude lost... Almost lost into a freaking arm wrestling match. My goodness. That makes no sense. Um... It really doesn't. The dude's hand is like twice the size of Lashley's. Also, um, I guess, imagine being a new fan. You see this giant dude, seven foot three, four hundred uh, something pounds, and he needs help to beat someone 
like a whole foot smaller than him. <laughs> um, I don't like. It's fine if you have Lashley beat him clean with a few spears or whatever, but or or uh like whatever. But does the dude really need help? Come on. But anyways, three stars for me. Decent match. I, I, I saw this match every. I saw this match like. I saw parts, um, but I was very in. in I was very in and out. Um. The next match, Edge and AJ, I did not. The only thing I saw was the ending. I did not see anything else. Okay. This is this is a story feud I can tell. Um. Oof. My goodness, WWE. My good. Okay. So, how. Not before I even get into the real, I I don't even know how to really rate the match because I couldn't. I don't know what it is about the the WrestleMania match or this match. I just didn't really get too much into it. It's not like a bad match; it's a decent match, Uh, even a pretty good match. It's just not as much as they could do. And and obviously, um, it was a more gimmicky match. Uh, with uh, them, it, it actually made no sense. The dude, I, I'm still confused by the ending because he crossed the line uh, to ringside. They, I don't know why they didn't ring the bell there. The dude was literally fighting inside the ring. Like, screw ringside. That was in the ring. And once they left the ring, he's still at ringside. Um, but anyways, Finn Balor was fighting him all, whatever, whatever. Um, cool, cool. <sighs> and then, then, um, I, I'll be honest, I thought it was uh, Tommaso Ciampa because it was kind of shorter. Um, and I thought it was Tommaso um, helping uh, helping what's his name uh, Edge, and it was Rhea Ripley. So Rhea Ripley is a part of Judgment Day. Amazing, great idea. Now we need uh, Champa or Ali, please. <laughs> um, preferably Ali, maybe. But um, yeah. Um. Basically, about this match, we're comparing the matches, not the storylines in this. Um, I, I, I love this, but um, the storyline, okay, I mean, I mean, the match. They really did Shinsuke and AJ. Like, like they, like, we have a dream match. <laughs> we have it at WrestleMania. Yeah, the expectations aren't really met. Then we have a rematch at Backlash. The expectations aren't met. We have another screwy finish. So, yeah. So, that's that's basically uh, where I'm getting at. Multiple screwy finishes. Um, this this, this storyline, or, like, like... The the storyline is Edge building Judgment Day around AJ at 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 the um Edge building Judgment Day at the what's the word At the expense of AJ. Yeah, I and I love the fa- I love like him, like I love the faction being built. But it's like it's like it's like 
what Edge introduces a fourth member at the expense of AJ, and we have a, a third screw finish. So it's like it's all it's hard to get excited about the match when you don't know if it's going to end clean or it's most likely not going to end clean. Um, just so Edge can grow his faction. Exactly. So, there was a, a, a theory that I came across a few days ago that I think would be actually amazing. Um, it was Cody Rhodes. Um, not Cody Rhodes, my bad. Um, Finn Balor. Finn Balor and um, AJ Styles versus Judgment Day, maybe at the next pay per view. I'm, I'm gonna add a little bit too much. Uh, I'm gonna add a little bit to it, and uh, then get to uh, what I'm referring to. So if they have a match at pay per view, cool. Uh, have whatever team win, then we finally get AJ versus Edge, the finale. Have AJ win, then at SummerSlam. AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns and Finn Balor versus Edge. That's the rumor. That's the rumor of big matches for SummerSlam. And I think that's maybe how we get there. And I wouldn't be opposed to it. I I do hope that they actually have their match because – this is a dream match, and I just hate when dream matches, just like Shinsuke and AJ, like, these are dream matches. And I just hate for them to happen and then them to be crossed off of the list and kind of be forgotten about. Like, I want the, this match to be like Seth Rollins and Edge. Like, it's going to be remembered as one of Edge's greatest matches and one of the most legendary matches of uh, the 2020s. I I just really hope so. We'll see. We'll see. Um, overall, this match I'd probably give a three and a half. I I think the only way that we could possibly get that is the kind of stipulation that um Edge versus AJ. But if Judgment Day interferes at all, they have to disband. Like that kind of stipulation to where it's like no way around it, no way through it, no loopholes, no way over it. Like Edge and Styles are finishing the match. I agree. I I feel like that's the only, sadly, the only way that this is going to end. AJ and, and Edge are going to end this feud or 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 at least end it with a good match is, is that Judgment Day can't be involved at all or even any surprises can happen. But I feel like that can only happen once Judgment Day is like fully done like forming and it this could be it or we could get a few other members so I don't know. I don't know how how big this faction's gonna be. Yeah, I agree. I I just I really hope uh this whatever happens, it happens in the best taste. Um what would you what would you rate this by the way? What would you rate the match overall? Hard to rate. Mm-hmm. They went 16 minutes, but it didn't. The entire 16 minutes, like, it fell off. So. It did. I tried. I tried watching the match back as much as I could. 
Um, so, after I watched the ending, I just had to, like, you know, I was like, I had to see what I missed. And so, um, I, I originally didn't see anything, but I, I watched, I tried to watch it. Um, I tried to watch back at least some portions anyway. Um, and the portions that I saw, they kind of fell off. Um, but, uh, I'd say, I'd say like maybe three. Two and a half. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, now that I look at the uh, now that I look at the uh, backlash stuff, I think what I was saying that I thought, and, and when I say this, you'll probably be like, "Oh yeah, okay." So I was thinking this this looks so bizarre. This whole arena, almost like it was a whole different set. It really looked like the SmackDown Live set. A lot, almost. How the backlash was uh, put up there. That's what it must have reminded me of. SmackDown Live. How they they were set up. With the L and everything. But yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I, 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 I'm seeing what you're meaning. Yeah. Um... See, I might, I might go a little bit. I believe, uh, what was after this match? Um, uh, Ronda and Charlotte. Okay, okay. Great match. Um, from what I've heard, <laughs> uh, what I heard of it, uh, and seen some of it. I I'll saw this entire this match. Match. I loved it so much. Three and I would probably give it. Uh, I'd give it four stars. Not just not because uh. It was the greatest match, but mostly because I don't... Okay, so there was a weird period of time when Becky Lynch was... I'd say 2018, 2019, when Becky Lynch was becoming the man. When she... Back when she had her whole pay-per-view for Evolution, and her and Charlotte had these amazing matches that lived on in the archives of greatest women matches of all time. Like their Extreme Rules match, whatever. Each of their match. This gave me kind of that vibe, to be honest. Like, I'm probably going to remember this match in, like, the legendary women matches of history. And in unpopular opinion, I love this feud. Like, I hated the first half, but after WrestleMania, Drew Gulak saved it. Uh, I, I liked it. I overall liked the feud, and <sighs> the match, the story, the ending—it all flowed together so good. Oh gosh, the ending! T- they were—I uh, hate Charlotte right now because she she's been doing the same thing for like five years. But um, um, we need to get her back at Dana Brooke, you know. But anyways, anyways, uh. What I was saying, um, yeah, yeah, the ending. <laughs> Charlotte uh, casually saved, what, what did she say? She said, uh, happy Mother's Day or something. Um, and then uh, that she's snapped like, around. She's like, she's like, I'm going to give you one last chance. And then, and then Rondo like shook her head like, no. And it's like, well then. Happy Mother's Day, like almost like a send off to her daughter. Yeah, she puts her arm in that chair, and okay, that looked brutal. And then she kind of turned around and didn't look as brutal, and then she quit. But anyways, for a few seconds, that looked brutal. And uh, what did she say? I forgot what Rhonda said. She said something, something. Be uh, quit. Some I don't know what she said, but it was. It made Ronda look bad, like amazing. I, I loved it. I loved it. Um, I'm glad Ronda's champion. I'm glad there's a new fresh 
air on SmackDown. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, amazing match. I like how afterwards you were like, "Now Charlotte, leave, go away." Yeah, like please leave, reinvent yourself. Like I said. Back when she was with uh, Dana Brooke or whatever, whatever that thing was going on, now that I look back at that, you know, it wasn't that bad. Please get her something. Get her get her somebody to cheat for her. Get her something new, please. I'm tired of this. Get Ric Flair back. Sign him back. I do not care. Get something new. I'm getting tired of this whole, I'm the best, blah, 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 whining, whining, whining. Um... I beat you already. Whatever, whatever. Then she wins the match. Wins the match. Like it's get it gets tiring. It really does. Um, but yeah, I I really do hope uh she gets some change. Apparently, she had an arm injury or something. Quote unquote. It's it's kayfabe, obviously. But hopefully, that means that she's gonna be going for a period to kind of reinvent herself. So yeah, I'm hyped for that. Um, all right. Oh shoot, no Happy Corbin versus Mad Cat Moss. Uh, okay, two and a quarter. Yeah. Uh, and this has uh, nothing to do with their in-ring match. Find one person in that crowd who cared about this match and. I'd be surprised. I, I don't know. I guess after all we saw, for this, this should have been like the second match or something. Come on. I, I just didn't care, really. And uh, Madcap 1 would have rolled up. Uh, I do not know when this happened, but uh, hold up. Hold up. Did Baron Corbin go for a Simcon? I think so. Hold up. Um... A senton. Let me let me make sure. Um. Okay, never mind, never mind. That's a senton. That's not too crazy. But uh, uh, Michael Cole was hyping it up. I got. I always get senton and swanton mixed up. So I thought. <laughs> I was like, Baron Corbin went for, like I was looking down on my phone, and then I heard senton. I was like, hold up, that dude flip. Um, but no, he didn't. Uh, it was a senton. Still a cool move. Um. But yeah, it, it okay. Anyways, um, I, I just didn't really care about this match too much. Two and a half, I'd give it. That's my final oh. two and a half. Oh yeah, the uh, the Pat McAfee thing uh, in the. I just remembered the Pat McAfee thing in the women's match. Is that the feed? Yeah, that that right there. Call tonight, and it's funny. Okay. <laughs> He said, I think I just saw The Fiend. Is that The Fiend? Whatever. And there was... And, okay. And I was like, hold up, what? Like, I thought... It is because Michael Cole changed the subject so much. Um, And Pat McAfee, he ruled tonight uh, with his commentary skills. Um, And then a few seconds later, you just see this little kid wearing The Fiend mask. That was hilarious to me. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that was that, that was a good commentator call. And uh, later on the night, this is something else that kind of made me like. Okay, so during the main event, uh, before I uh go into the main event, what would you give this match? Uh, I oh I said at the beginning, same as you. All right. Um. So. Um. There was a point where, uh, oh yeah, the main event. It is the Bloodline, Roman Reigns, and the Usos versus, um, RK Bro and Drew McIntyre, aka Randy Orton, Matt Riddle, and Drew McIntyre. Okay, and okay, um, there was a point where Roman Reigns hit the uh rock bottom, aka Urinagi, whatever, um. Off the tape, no, uh, off the uh, through the announce table, Drew McIntyre hit him through the announce table, and Pat McAfee said 
he knocked off he knocked down my pencil. My pen. Yeah, my pencil. Yeah, my pen. And then they were like, You don't even follow script anyways. <laughs> like I, I don't know why that part uh, that part popped me. Pat, um, you haven't taken a note since you've got here. Exactly. Like and it's I it, it's crazy. It, I don't know. Pat McAfee. <laughs> that was a good line. It my, really was. My pen. It reminded me of that whole thing a while back when uh I believe it happened uh it happened to like CM Punk. Uh he was commentating and then I believe they uh knocked down his diet soda or something and he was he kept talking about it. That's what it reminded me of. Um but yeah. Getting to the match, I'm gonna straight up say it. This match was match of the night. Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins was amazing, but this is a match that I will probably remember. This is so good. I honestly, I probably won't remember it, but it'll be a hidden gem. Like it's gonna be a match that I, I could look back on as like my goodness, kind of like the uh, when the Shield had those matches. What was it, Kane and? Uh, Cody Rhodes and whatever versus the Shield, whatever, and and people remember that match even though it wasn't that big of a match. Like it was on a random pay per view. This is a match that was on a random pay per view that I'm probably going to remember. Um, whew. amazing, and it's okay. So the number one thing I like about this match, everybody felt like a star, and when I say everybody felt like a star. I don't mean Randy Orton knocks down uh, everybody, like Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, whatever. This, the Usos, Jay and Jimmy, they seem like uh, uh, single stars here. This was the right-hand man, like main event Jay Uso returned for this match. Because I don't know which one of the Usos, but one of them was going crazy. Like one of them was going serious. They kept doing – they had so many spots – where it seemed like they were like they were controlling the whole match, like they were knocking down, super kicking everybody. They were going crazy, and I don't know which Uso that was, but uh, <laughs> I love this spot so much. When uh, one of the Usos was knocked down, and he picked the Uso up just to do the super kick, the double super kick. There were so many spots I loved in this match. Um. And considering Roman said, uh, I believe last night or two nights ago, that he's he he's thinking about going to a different side of his career and might not be doing this forever. Maybe uh, coming to actor, whatever, whatever he decides to do. If he steps away, this is going to be one of the, his last matches and one of the best matches to remember him by. And it's amazing. It was amazing. Roman didn't even do. A lot, a lot in this match, but it was amazing. Oh man, like talk about instant carnage, right? You get one spot, then another spot, then another thing happens, then another thing happens. Randy Orton was RKO with everybody. The crowd was going crazy. I love, I love the 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 point in the match where the Usos are down. Um, it's rains on the on uh, it's rains on the um. Like, like one of the Usos tags Roman's in or something, but Roman Roman is on the apron and McIntyre's in the ring, and you can feel that tension like building, and it's like they say something on commentary, like it's like they didn't plan the strategy out too well, because cause now there's no one for like Roman to tag, and it's like. And it's like Roman was kind of not really in the match all that much yet, um, and this was like the 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 time where him and McIntyre fully went at it. And I love that like the tension building up finally to the point where it's time for them to go blow to blow. Yep, that uh, that was an amazing touch to it.
It was it was great. Ah. Oh my gosh. And just I I it's, it was just so much. How long was this match? This match was Uh, um, twenty-two minutes and twenty seconds. All right. So yeah. Okay. So yeah, twenty-two eleven seconds. Um. Rhode Island, okay. Yeah, th- this was amazing. People said uh Drew McIntyre should have um went over in this match, like he should have pinned Roman Reigns, which I thought was an idiot statement because but I did see uh Drew McIntyre pissed off at the end. I just really hope this is the return of serious Drew McIntyre. Like NXT Drew McIntyre? NXT uh and uh back when he was babyface at the beginning where he was still babyface noticeably but he was he was that uh cool babyface like he wasn't this you know idiotic babyface who carries around a sword named Agatha or whatever it's called I want I want I want Goddess Psychopath McIntyre Exactly back. I, really I want him back for real, like, I don't want this gimmick, like, I don't want this gimmicky uh, Drew McIntyre. I, I just don't. He's not a serious competitor. The dude was uh, feuding with Baron Corbin for six months. How are we supposed to take him serious as a threat to Roman Reigns? I want the dude who was beating Randy Orton. Uh, old, I want the dude who beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And then five minutes after, beat Big Show. Like, I, I want that, Drew McIntyre. Not not this. So I really hope this is, like, the leading back to it. Like, no more games. But um, I, I got to uh, – all I got to say is um, at the end of this match – when I saw them all holding the titles, I was just thinking, you know, I wouldn't be mad if the Usos actually just take, like, maybe tomorrow, take take the title from RK, bro. Just so we can get a picture of everybody as champion. Then we can go back to Noble, maybe. Because, yeah. Um, but, overall, what did I give this match? Four and a half. I get four and a half. I wouldn't like, five because I won't remember it forever, but um, four and a half because it's going to be a hidden gem. It's going to be one of those uh, top ten matches you forgot, like top ten six man matches or top ten matches that you should uh, look up on the WB Network or Peacock TV that you probably forgot about. Like it's going to be one of those matches without a doubt. Two things. One. Like I like I said last time, I I don't honestly mind a tag title unification as much as the title the as much as the title unification of the the um the undisputed WWE Universal Championship bothered me because I am a huge proponent of separate exclusive brands. With exclusive rosters and exclusive pay per views, I want to go back to that. Since they WWE has already done what they've done, just go ahead with the tag title unification. Just go for it. All if you're gonna go all in, go all in. Um, that's why I don't really care if they win the ta- if they unify the tag titles at this point. 
But I've also heard rumors of dr- the draft coming in like September. So I don't know how this is going to work. Well, considering Roman Reigns probably this is my prediction. He's losing it. He has to lose at a big event. He's probably not going to be here around uh like he's going to whatever he does, I'm sure he's going to have some type of break. So I feel like he's going to leave at SummerSlam. He's going to leave at SummerSlam most likely and for at least till WrestleMania. Um I'd say he loses to Cody. Uh and um I don't see them unifying the title. I feel like they may introduce a new title. I feel like uh Roman may do something, mix the titles together or Cody brings in a unified a unified title and then they have to bring in another title for another brand. And I that, feel that's the only yeah, that's the only way I see this working. Yeah. And then I see the Usos or something ending up to because like who who would really be mad if they like gave up on the Universal Champion? You have Roman Reigns as the greatest universal champion to ever live. I'd be fine with going back to just the WWE. Yeah, and, and if you get rid of that, then he will always, no matter what in history happens, he'll be the greatest universal champion. No going back He since the title is deceased. So just I, I see that happening. With the Usos, I, I just see them losing uh, <laughs> the tag titles and uh, just like – to two different teams or something. Or or to one team. But, uh, yeah, that's what I see. But, uh, but, that, but that is a good question because it's like, if the titles are technically unified and he has two titles, then does that mean that he, if, like, if someone challenges him for the Universal Champions, um, would he lose both titles or one title? Because the titles are unified. It wasn't a winner-takes-all match. It was a unification match. So, I I, I don't know. Um, I guess it's it would just be... it's the You have to challenge for both. Yeah, I see. Because it's like the... WWE Undisputed Universal Championship, so it's like you I guess yeah, and I'm I'm okay with the the WWE being Universal title going away and the WWE being um, the title or both of them both of them leave and a new title gets introduced that looks cooler than the the other two, and then a new title gets brought in for, or the WWE Championship, and then a new title gets brought in for a new brand. Either yeah. e- e- either one of those, I could see working. Uh huh. I I agree. Um, hold up. But um, I have no idea where it's going. But um, maybe the, the the thing I see happening. This this is my last prediction because I, I was kind of iffy about it. Cody Rhodes wins the title. He unifies the title and brings back the old classic uh, WWE Championship that um, Dusty Rhodes must have worn. That would make a little bit of sense. And, um, which I have no idea what it looks like. I, I feel like I've seen pictures of it, so I'm not sure if it looks good or not, but I see that happening just for, like, a long-term storyline. And then them introducing, like, a new title at maybe the draft or something. And it could kind of be, like, you know, the new era, you know? Feels like I had like fifty new eras in the last few years too. Um, this is going to be the new era of professional wrestling, you know, with the new titles, new everything. 
I could see that happening. But um, yeah, that's all I can see happening. We'll see. Uh, see it play out. I'm usually wrong on this stuff, predictions, so can't quote me on this. But yeah, and what Justin, do you think? Sorry, Dustin Rhodes never held the WWE Championship. I know he didn't hold it. I'm saying he almost won the title. Uh, what was Cody saying? He said he had he almost won the title, but they re decided the decision or whatever. Um, a long time ago, he had. The, I think they said he almost won the title on a house show or something, but uh, the refs decided to uh, re 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 uh, redo the decision and give it back to the other title holder. That's what uh, Cody Rhodes said in that one promo. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't know what the title looked like at that time. Um, but that would be cool to have, like, either put, like, an updated, like, logoing and spin on that older title. Um, or, or something like that. I don't know, but it. Um, yeah, I just with because as soon as I heard like the draft happening, I was like, "How can you have a draft with a unificated title?" Right. So, I, so and then that got me thinking, and then I was like, "They have to." Either issue in a have, they have to have a singles title, a one, like one championship, um, by that time. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm surprised they didn't just get rid of the draft for a few, for a little bit, but um, I assume uh the title that. Uh, championship that we're referring to will be the classic 1989 type of championship around that time that Hulk Hogan wore for like two years with the black strap and the gold in the middle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be a cool design to bring back. It would be cool. It's a small, it's a pretty slim championship, but I think it would work. Um, Maybe a little bit modified. I think it would be perfect, but um, just for him, maybe. Maybe, uh... Yeah, maybe just for him. I remember on uh, Bell to Bell, like a few, like last week. I, I don't know. If the, I don't know how this came up, and I hope I don't butcher this question because I feel like this is exactly what he asked. Are you going to bring back the Ord Intercontinental Championship? And this was such a, this was such a random question that Vic Joseph asked Cody Rhodes. That was out of nowhere, but he says, "I don't know, maybe." So, I, I can see him bringing back some old title. But yeah, uh, what would what, uh, um, you said you rated the match? What? Um, four and a half. All right, good. I see. All right. Um. So yeah, what would you rate this pay per view and all? It was a good pay per view to me. Uh huh. A lot more pros than cons, definitely. Mhm. I would give it eight and a. In half. I would. Uh. Or or I'll give it eight. Eight. I guess mm-hmm. you know. I I don't think any pay per view or any show. I mean, I guess show. I don't think any pay-per-view should have more than one roll-up. So, I'll give it eight and a half. Or, you know, there was two roll-ups and one cheap win. So, I'll do, I'll, I'll do, um, 8.25 or eight and a quarter. That sounds good. That sounds good. Great. So overall, good pay per view. 
Well, I watched this again now. But, um, yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything else to add. I guess we'll see you next month. Oh, shoot. Oh, oh I, I'll tell you this after. I'll tell you this after. I really need to tell you this, too, because it's it's going to happen pretty soon. I'll, I'll text it to you. But, okay. uh, we'll, but um, yeah, we'll see you when we see you. Have fun doing this. All right.